Hey, what's up, travelers? This is your man, Just GQ here. And thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Travel Guides, the podcast dedicated to making travel easy for everyday people like you and me. We've got a great episode today on the uh, South Pacific. Um, it's kind of like a hodgepodge of Guam and the Philippines and Indonesia um, and all of that. So International P, who actually is celebrating a birthday. So y'all go ahead and show him some love on IG at yessur 7 That's my brother, you know, very, uh, very elated to celebrate his birthday, both in real life and on the podcast as well. So y'all show him some love. But he's got a great episode today that we can delight you with as well. Want to plug two things for you. One, whenever you're traveling or whenever you're planning a trip, make sure you're going to WeWorkToTravel.com. It's a great resource where people are basically leaving reviews on spots to help you plan your next destination. This is a project that belongs to Omar, who was, ironically enough, Today's guest is named Omar, but Omar from Season 2, Episode 15. This is his project. It's super useful, and I'm definitely an advocate for it. Secondly, a few of y'all have asked questions about group trips. So I want to send y'all to the young men at Urban Travel. That's at U-R-B-N-T-R-V-L. They've got great group trips to dope destinations. They're going to Bali, Cartagena, and even Morocco. And that's all this year. They travel around the holidays, which you know I'm an advocate for. And you should definitely go ahead and check them out. Again, that's at U-R-B-N-T-R-V-L. That's it for the announcements for today. Definitely going to hit y'all with a few more in the coming days, weeks, what have you. Uh, we've got the Plan Your Memorial Day weekend trip that we need you guys to um, take the survey for. So look for that survey. Uh, look for an announcement on that survey, rather. And I think that'll do it. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode of The Travel Guides. And remember, your next adventure is just a click away. Check one, two, uh, travel guys checking this international P. I'm here with uh, Omar Cameron. He's about to share his uh, insightful, uh, I guess, what is this? That was a honeymoon getaway? Yeah, most recent trip was a, was a honeymoon, yeah. Okay, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us who you are, uh, where you're from, a little bit about your background, man. Yeah, so uh, my name is Omar. Uh, as uh, International P just said, <laughs> uh, I'm originally from New York. I kind of call New Orleans home. I uh, spent uh, almost almost five years down there for graduate school, uh, four years, but I was there a little bit before and after. Uh, best city in the world, in my opinion. If you've never been, I'd be definitely need to take a trip down there. But uh, yeah, Mardi Gras going on right now. It's actually going yeah. on right now. Yeah, <laughs> Fat Tuesdays. Yep, yep. But uh, great time to be down there. But anytime is a really good time to be in New Orleans. I particularly think if you're going to go down for a festival, go down for Jazz Fest, which is in uh, April into March every year. Two weekends. It's got all the best things of uh, of your big music festivals that you'll have in uh, other cities like Chicago, Lollapalooza, Coachella, whatever else, without all the the drama and or kind of additional 
bullshit you might see around those things. Uh, it's just a bunch of good people having a good time. Major acts and local acts, everybody jamming. It's a good time. So if you're going to go to New Orleans and you like music, Jazz Fest is the time to go. Obviously, food is the big thing there. Uh, you know, hospitality is just kind of the industry, but it's the best food city in America easily. Um, I'll debate that with anybody. Uh, and it's not deep fried stuff all the time. You can find whatever you need to get down in New Orleans. Everything is banging. Um, just check it out. Check it out. But uh, okay, well, so uh, you're from originally from New York. You, you yeah. went to uh, what is it? Uh, a school at Duke, yes. undergrad at Duke, yeah. uh, law school MBA at Tulane. Yes. Why don't yes. you drop those accolades and uh, um, yeah. go, what are you doing now? Right now, I'm transitioning to software engineering. So okay. I was working uh, in technology on the Bay Area for a number of years. Uh, mostly at a company called Stripe. You know, they're a big payments company. Uh, you know, they've blown up a lot lately in the last. You know, say four or five years. I was a really early employee there, so had a great experience there. Left to transition to software engineering, and um, that's what I'm doing now. I'm hoping to, hoping to end up uh, just kind of doing some immersive software development in the next, really in the next few weeks, uh, hoping to kind of close out band transition and start, uh, start my career as a software engineer. But um, uh, I had a great interim, uh, really a great hiatus from the job search for about six weeks on uh, Honeymoon, okay, which that's what we're uh, started. Yep. Uh, so why don't you, hold on, first of yeah. all, let's congratulate you on getting yeah, married, man. Yeah, for sure. Man. Yeah. So, <laughs> So yeah, so uh, my wife and I, we've been together for just under 10 years. Um, you know, we we met met in college, didn't start dating until after college, but uh, we've been together since a uh, great, great woman. Her name is Andrea Rush, soon to be Andrea Cameron. Uh, and yeah, she... You put a ring on it. Yeah, exactly. She's just, uh, we're kind of, as they say, kindred souls, kindred spirits. We both love travel. We love just kind of, we love good food, you know, we're into a lot of the same things, but we definitely have a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of differences that keep us together, I really say. So, yeah, she's, she was just as on board as I was for this long uh, honeymoon, so we decided, we kind of conceived of the idea yeah, how did you late come last idea? year after, um, after I proposed, we got engaged. Um, we always, we both, throughout our relationship, we always talked about wanting to go to some of the more exotic destinations, like in the South Pacific and whatnot. Uh... Right around then, we said, you know, this is, if there's no really other trip that you would uh, kind of focus your time, energy, and resources to making something big like that happen, uh, then a honeymoon. So we said, let's go for it. And from there, you know, we just kind of, that was our answer for anything when we would, uh, when we would say, when we would be thinking about the trip and thinking about, well, is this a bit too much? Are we going too crazy? We'd be like, listen, like, honeymoon, we got to do it, you know? <laughs> so, uh... So we ended up, um, we started off thinking that it would be cool to go to, you know, places like uh, Fiji, you know, Samoa, Tonga, um, French Polynesia, the Cook Islands. Um, we also, at the same time, we're, we're thinking of uh, destinations that were equally tropical, but just a different part of the world, a little bit different climate, uh, a little bit different culture, or much different culture, like Bali, um, you know, into other parts of Indonesia, okay. the Philippines. So what we ended up doing No was, Singapore, though, right? Uh, no Singapore. Yeah. So we actually, Singapore was on our roadmap for a while. My wife, actually, one of her best friends, 
friends grew up in Singapore that you know that she met at Duke, uh, so she always spoke very highly of it. Um, uh, but we initially thought we would end up flying to that part of the world and using Singapore as a jumping off spot. Okay. But we ended up doing that with Jakarta. Oh wow. So the uh, so what we ended up thinking of was a one month long trip that would we would island hop as best we could. Um, going from one place to another and ultimately ending up, you know, as far west into the Pacific so that we could easily fly back to California and, you know, end the trip from there. Oh, short time span. Um, exactly. Okay. One of the things I, you know, I might want to add is I'm pretty big into, like, travel hacking and whatnot. So, okay. you know, I, I love tools like Google Flights that just let you kind of explore the yep. world and figure out how to get <laughs> Multiple flights. Yeah, exactly. we use that one all you know, the time. Okay. We're really, we're really kind of, uh, we're really scrappy. Like, my wife and I, uh, I'm a companion pass holder in Southwest, so I fly pretty much everywhere in the world, <laughs> yes. everywhere that they fly to, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she flies free, you know, and she's about to become one next year, so it's just kind of, uh, you know, we, we take advantage of great little uh, travel hacks like that, but... Um, so that means you got, like, the, I guess, the discounted flights to Latin America pretty much to start you off, or whatever, Southwest. Yeah, yeah, so, okay. um, you know, their they're new, they're, their biggest international destination is the Caribbean and, like, Mexico, Mexico Southwest, Mexico, right, Southwest, so... Yeah. We actually, a cool trip to quickly recount, we went to, um, in 2016, uh, November, around Thanksgiving, we did a quick two-week jaunt down to um, to Mexico where we hit up uh, Puerto Vallarta area, went to a town, beach town called Yalapa, checked out Las Marietas, which yeah. is that cool little cave where you swim in under and there's like the, the hole in the, the sky. It was really cool. That was wow. one of the coolest places I've been. And, you know, we ended up finding Mexico City. We were, we, with the, when we were there, it coincided with that that first Raiders game versus the Texans down there, so got to see a pro football game. Oh in wow, Mexico, Mexico. wow, was really cool. Perfect timing, yeah, man. I'm, a, I'm a Giants fan, but oh, it was, uh, man, sorry it was a cool that. time. <laughs> it was a cool, it was cool to see that nonetheless. And then we ended up uh, finishing in uh, Cabo, okay, uh, which was you know just you know cool, cool place. Yeah, cool it, resort town. It was amazing to do that on you know all basically for paying for two flights, my flight there and add her as a companion for free, and then my flight back. Uh, we're really, I guess, three flights, uh, and then the flight between, or four flights, the flight between Puerto and Mexico City and Mexico City to Cabo. How long like was that time? Like, it was like a couple so weeks. We took about two weeks uh, oh, yeah. and went through, you know, took two weeks and went through, spent, you know, four or five days in each place, which was pretty cool. Man, see, I, you travel, like you hack. Yeah, that so, was, uh, so let me ask you this while you travel and hacking, what about lodging? How, do you, like, go to places where you have? So we've recently sworn off of Airbnb. Okay. Um, and well, I'm I saying sworn. this way is because, um, I don't know. So one of the things that I, I recently got into is, um, you know, I, I was usually I was rocking with the Chase Sapphire Reserve. Yeah. And so, you know, everyone, like, if you jumped on that big sign-up bonus, you got the 100,000 points, which is great. Actually, that was the first thing I used. So when we booked for our honeymoon, we actually, the first thing we purchased was two tickets back from the Cook Islands. The first thing we purchased on the honeymoon, without knowing anywhere else we're going to be, we said we're ending up in the Cook Islands. Islands. Yeah, we yeah. purchased a flight from Rarotonga back to, uh, to Los Angeles. Whoa. When we would then fly up to Oakland, so we built the trip backwards, which is actually pretty interesting. Okay, but uh, nice adventure. <laughs> since then, you know, in addition to kind of the airline game of South- Southwest, I uh, uh, 
I've realized I've become you know I've joined the rewards programs of you know Marriott and whatnot without having any of like any of the cards to join. But you know anyone who really gets in travel hack, you really rack up points by being a card holder too of those individual uh, of rewards programs. So right, right, right. you know I hope to this year uh, I'm, I'm actually targeting the Rich Carlton card just because you get gold there and that extends to the entire Marriott family because Marriott owns Rich Carlton. Wow. So it's actually the best way to kind of be the elite at uh, every Marriott property when you travel there. So the reason travel I say hack. that is this. <laughs> I actually purchased for this honeymoon, I purchased uh, points from a friend who was selling them on Facebook, uh, an old high school uh, buddy actually. You know, we were actually weren't that close, but um, he was, you know, I saw his ad, I was like, hey, you know, that actually would work out well. So he had these SPG points, I purchased them, ended up transferring them to Marriott, I ended up um, doing the Southwest, the, the Marriott used to have these packages, which is you fly instead. So you get a week's worth at any, depending upon how many points you redeem, any category Marriott hotel that fits that redemption level mm-hmm. in the world. And then you also get, um, depending upon how many points, again, you spent either 50, 75, 100, or even maybe 150,000 points deposited to that frequent fire account. Whoa. So, And the best part about it is that um, the points counted as like, earning points for towards a companion pass. Right. So I was like, listen, this was after my first year of the companion pass. We were close to expiring that year. I needed to requalify. So I ended up purchasing the points, getting them, uh, doing the Southwest package, uh, transferring 75,000 points to Southwest count, requalifying for the companion pass. Which you know itself, I, I feel like most people value that at around three to four grand if you fly a lot. Uh, that's you know, like eight flights round yeah, trip exactly, southwest. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those trip, points, yeah, yeah. and then on top of that, I got a we got a week long stay at the Ritz Carlton uh, in uh, Bali. Hold on, pause, uh, yes. pause, pause, pause. So you stayed at the Ritz Carlton on your honeymoon in Bali for the low. Is that what you're telling us? It is, except. If you if you looked at the news last year, they had a volcano in Bali, so we weren't actually able to stay there. <laughs> oh, so now it's probably gosh. a good time to jump into. Okay, okay. So he said it sounds it was sounding it was crazy. Yeah, it was pretty crazy, man. So we uh, we ended up so we once we figured out what we wanted to do, we ended up thinking that uh, one of the big things we wanted to do on the trip was go see the elusive Jellyfish Lake. So Jellyfish Lake is in Palau, and it's a great place where you can swim with stingless jellyfish. Okay. It's one of the few lakes around the world that have this. It seems like every couple years they're discovering a new one, but they're almost always in uh, really hard-to-find places, really hard-to-access places. You know, I'm talking like you fly to some place, and there's usually like another... 10-hour boat ride or something to get to just that piece of rock where the lake is and there's not accommodations, no one lives there. So it's really rustic. Palau is one of the few places that has more of a somewhat of a tourist outlet where they're, they're a big diving destination where you can do that. Okay. So we initially thought that we would start by uh, we already knew we were flying back from the Kagans. We'd say, hey, let's go to Hawaii, start off something, something easy. From there we'd go to Guam. From there we'd go to Palau. And then we'd, from Palau we'd go to Manila in the Philippines. Oh, yeah. We'd shoot to Bali. We'd then fly from Bali to Australia for a second to get to the other destinations, the real like the real excited, exotic ones that we were excited about. I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's not get twisted now. Okay. Manila is exotic in its own way, Manila too. Manila is. So I would yeah. actually say that, you know, and this was true for what we actually executed on the trip, too. Yeah. We only used Manila as a jumping-off point to get to El Nido, which was uh, El Nido in the Philippines is, like, if you Google it, it is that place that... Um, 
looks kind of like another world. It almost looks like if you it, and some of the water scenes in like Avatar or whatnot to okay. me. So how far uh, is that from Metro Manila? Uh, it's it's um it's it's a forty five minute like puddle jumper flight, but it's it's on a completely different. Uh, it's in Palawan, so it's in a okay. part of. Um, oh my God! It's in Palawan. The it's in the Palawan region of the Philippines, which is um, known for uh, El Nido. It's known for this water cave in like central Palawan, but it's really known for just really nice beaches. So a lot of people think of Cebu, Boracay, yeah. um, things like that in the Philippines. And uh, I've never been to any of them. This is Boracay, but yeah, I do think yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, those are those are real like big party destinations. Right. So you see a lot of Australians, New Zealanders, Chinese uh, people coming from easy uh, big travelers from the, that part those of the world. Region, yeah. frequent those definitely like, a lot of Aussies. Time. It's Manila, kind of like yeah. you know someone going down to Cancun, Cancun here okay. or whatnot, or like you know partying like that. And you know, for our honeymoon, we were trying to go to you know we were going somewhere where we thought would be more of like off the beaten path, and but still have that pristine, really really lush like scenery. So. Um, and did, I, hold on, let me pause you. Yeah. How did you even discover that outside? Because like, like, I'm saying, like, honestly, some of the places you're naming, like, how did you even think A lot think of these places were just kind of wanderlust. Like, you know, I'm not on things like, I'm not on Facebook anymore. I'm not on Instagram. Yeah, but me like, neither. I'm not I remember, on Facebook. I remember no from the, the, the years of which I, I, I would be, um, I remember I was following this one page, which was Places to See Before You Die. And it would always have these, just one, it would, like, it would harness, it was a, it was just some page on Facebook that basically harnessed Instagram right when it was blowing up and it would show those like oh exotic destinations yeah, those, you need to see someone yeah, was someone there, there and, yeah. and I'm like wait this can't be real this can't you know? be real is it real like yeah, yeah. so place like by lagoon, place yeah. I would see some of those and yeah. I'm like yo this is pretty, pretty this is dope, cool yeah. I want to check this out other places I've just always wanted to go my wife's wanted to go that's something in like French Polynesia you think of like the Ottawa overwater bungalows yeah. you know Tahiti and, uh, and once you kind of realize that like Tahiti is just the, the main the, island and like there's there, maybe it's not even to it, yeah. the main island. You think of Bora Bora, you think of Morea. Um, you see that there's just so much more to do. So, I, I so we just kind of it, a lot of this was an amalgamation of just different things. Some of it was like the goal to try to see a jellyfish lake, which we ultimately were not able to do. But it like it uh, took us to some really cool places. Um, I also had this long-standing goal to see uh, a real-life coconut crab, and they're in the uh, they're these massive. They're the largest terrestrial crustacean. So when I'm talking like big, I'm talking like at least so they can grow up to like two, two and a half feet wide, and they're just like oh. these massive land crabs that uh, um, they're just a sight. You know, you can Google it, you can see YouTube videos of them, and they're they're really rare, and you know they're I think they're somewhat endangered. They're only on certain islands in certain parts of the world. You can't eat them or anything like that. I mean, you, you do. You can. Locals do eat them. No um, you know, uh, the I, they're like they're a delicacy to you know. It's kind of like that acquired that, like, taste. Well, it's, no, I think they'll be. Delicious, but I think it's kind of that, like you know, who are you in Western society that something because something's in danger to say you're going to tell someone who's been eating something for three thousand years or how long they've you know maybe four hundred years as part of their culture that right. oh no you have to stop eating this now because someone on some other islands decided to you know over over uh, hunt them over and now they're in snake and so because they're now the last remaining, you know, remnants of your place. So I, I get, I'm a, I'm a huge, I'm a, I'm a big advocate for, you know, conservation and whatnot, but I, I can see the argument to telling someone, to coming as a foreigner and telling someone you can't do that is a, uh, is very, uh, is very presumptuous to say the least. Oh yeah. But, uh, 
Yeah, so back to kind of, so that uh, that really is just how we conceived the trip. We were just, we, we got a map off of Amazon. We got a calendar that we stacked on top of it. It's really one of those office calendars where, like, yeah. someone is. Here we go, here, yeah, the, right? this day, and yeah, it's on activities, top of the world yeah. Map, and we drew on the map and we started playing around with Google Flight. We're like, okay, so this initial path is the one I described earlier, going from, you know, the U.S. to California to Hawaii to Palau, um, to Guam. To Guam, to Palau. yeah, to Palau, yeah. That one ended up. We realized as we had, uh, so I'll go through the whole path. The initial path was the U.S. to Hawaii, uh, Hawaii excuse me, to Palau, uh, to Guam, to Palau, to Manila, to Bali. From Bali, we were going to go, uh, there was a quick layover in Australia. From there, we were going to Samoa. Okay. Uh, excuse me, from there, we were initially going to Solomon Islands, to Fiji, right. then to Samoa, then to New Zealand, to French Polynesia, to the Cook Islands and then back to the United States. Whoa. So upon kind of tinkering and figuring out what was cost effective, well, right. we severely redacted the trip, but we also figured out that we wanted to bang for the buck in terms of we wanted to be somewhere more than a day and we wanted to really like enjoy that. We didn't want to get completely crushed on just jet lag from fights. And we also wanted to feel like we weren't just moving every single moment. So, because that, that's what I was thinking when you were saying it's like you only get a day and a half at each place. Exactly. I mean, it sounds so like explaining it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in doing that, exactly what you said, you know, we didn't want to just have a day and a half in place. We also were looking at costs. You know, we this was going to be we we're trying to budget that for a, a grand total of somewhere, you know, based upon the best hacks we could do, um, somewhere around like twelve thousand total, 10, 10 to twelve, and oh, for the whole trip, for the whole trip, for both, including lodging and every flights, everything. That's actually yes. pretty good. Actually. Yeah, for yeah, all yeah, of that. Yeah, and so, like, we were at, we actually came in under that budget to, in the end. Whoa. Yeah. So, one of the things I'll say is we 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 figured out that um, that first part of the pathway wasn't going to work. We're we we're going to have to look to find um, a different jellyfish lake because Palau. The only two ways in and out of Palau are through Manila and then through. Uh, from Manila and then from uh, Guam. Guam, okay. And so those flights were pre- weren't living on their best days and they were really expensive. Okay. We ended up cutting that out. So we're like, okay, maybe the best thing is just to go, you know, we can go to Hawaii anytime living in California. I've actually never been. My wife's been, but, you know, it's we could go anytime. It's, you know, it's okay, like, that's what I say. Like, a Hawaii is pretty, like, yeah. Flight, dollar flight it's, to it's Hawaii, nothing, yeah. Right? Score out, day. well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we said, let's just, let's just find a landing spot as far west from California into that part of the world and figure it out from there. So Guam? So we ended up flying oh. all the way to Jakarta. Oh, okay. uh, gotcha, gotcha. because we were saying, well, we have a good portion of this trip that uh, on this Bali week stay, and right. we actually identified uh, Raja Ampat, a place in Indonesia where they're they're really really big on diving. It's like one of the best diving destinations in the world. There's actually an island there called Mazul where there's another jellyfish lake. Okay. So the issue there is that you have to stay at this uh, Mazul Eco Lodge. Um, which is about a week long, and uh, uh, you know they only take week long reservations. Whoa. We're not divers; we didn't really have that time budget in the trip. Yeah. So we just said, "We'll go to Jakarta. We'll spend a night there. We'll go to Sarong, which is the launching pad to that to Raja Ampat, that part of the world." Right. Um, and, and can you educate our listeners on where those specific uh, places yeah, are in sure. the country? So if so. you were to, if you're looking at a map, um, Jakarta, the, the capital of Indonesia, right? The main, uh, main, main city there. Huge Huge population, big, uh, big, thriving, you know, metropolis. Right. Can't you uh, give us that, the listeners what, like what the weather's like out there? Yeah. So when we were there, 
in uh, we landed there the day after, or we flew out Thanksgiving morning at midnight. We landed there. Uh, we crossed the Dateline, so we landed there on the 24th, I believe. Uh, it was pretty warm. It was not too humid. Um, it, it, it's humid relative to California for sure, but you know I spent Down last, south, yeah. about four or five years in New Orleans, <laughs> so that's nothing. that's a different definition. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was it was it was warm. Definitely sunny, not rainy, and uh, it was pleasant. Like, you know, I was, I think I got off the plane, we changed, when we finally, we flew through Taipei, so we finally got there, we uh, we both changed into, like, um, shorts, and just, you know, got in, uh, we, we, we got into, uh, we actually had reserved um, travel there, we, we, the good thing about that part of the world is hotels, really nice hotels, are really expensive. So we on Hotels.com, we got a room at the Four Seasons Jakarta. They they included, because it was a honeymoon, we wrote that in the notes, they included uh, a discounted transportation. transportation. Yeah. So there was really good to hop off that long, those long two flights and, you know, kind of have a car waiting for you. Oh, you that's generally not how I roll at all. You know, uh, <laughs> it's not how we roll at all. So, so hold on. Let's backtrack. Omar was talking about potentially staying at the Ritz-Carlton. That fell through, but you ended up staying at the Four Seasons? <laughs> no, so we had, the Rich Carlton was supposed to be our destination in Bali. The okay, entire bad, trip bad. of Bali fought through. Oh, okay, so okay. There, there's a happy ending to that, which okay, I'll get okay. to in a minute. Right, but right, uh, right. We, we knew for a fact, we always had this lined up. We always knew that, like, we found on Hotels.com, I think it was, like, somewhere around, like, uh, between, I think it was, like, 190 a night for, like, uh, a uh, a standard room or so we thought at the uh, Four Seasons. We, okay. we end up getting there. We end up getting to the hotel. Um, they've upgraded us. We, we, we They tell us, oh, your room's on the 19th floor. So, like, okay, whatever. We don't it's know. regular. You're not thinking anything. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, it's a big building. I'm sure that's halfway up. Us, <laughs> right? So we end up going. We keep going up. And I'm like, it's... What's going on? Uh, so we enter, and we're in the. We're, the first thing I see is a sign that says "Presidential Suite This Way." What? So we go around <laughs> the corner, and uh, we walk down, and I approach the Presidential Suite, and it's not our room, but it's actually open. I think there, either someone's cleaning it, but it's wide open. I was tempted to go, go in, 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 but I was like, man, I don't want to keep myself like that. Right <laughs> don't play around right now. So I'm just he like, just, just, just jump around, up around up yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be one of those stories. <laughs> Don't push them. Don't push them. So okay. we end up going in. Um, we end up going into. Uh, we end up going to our room. Slide the key, or they have the touch key. You know, sensor. Room opens. I'm. You know, we're floored. So immediately you're looking yeah. a, a, across, and you see. Uh, you see just an open, big, just floor to ceiling glass. Must be like at least 16 feet high window, which is over looking all of Jakarta. That's okay. the first thing I see. Not, not to mention the marble floors, uh, the just the, the really just ornate room itself. <laughs> uh, right to the right is a is a door that leads uh, leads to a uh, walking closet, which itself leads to the, the full, like, immersive bathroom, like, uh, rain shower, clawfoot tub, uh, all, all the trimmings. Um, so I kind of 
move that way first. My <laughs> wife goes uh, into the room. It's like, oh wow, this is this is a separate kind of offshoot suite that has a room separate from the distinct from the bedroom. And I'm I'm going to the bedroom or the bathroom. I see that they have in the gilded closet tub. They have rose petals already out there. What? Um, yeah, like they, you know, I guess they you know, the knew that honey it was a honeymoon. Yeah, above and beyond. So, so yeah. at this point, I'm just like, you have to come see this. I'm calling for her and whatnot. And she's like, floored by the look, uh, the, the, the view. I then enter back in the room and she has, at that point, slid open the, uh, the the foyer to the bedroom. Right on there is a heart, uh, a heart full of rose petals. Uh, a heart shaped, sh- like a heart. Yeah. Rose petals <laughs> shaped into a heart. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to get out. Yes, I feel you. Uh, <laughs> on like a massive plush king bed, amazing room. Definitely the the way to start it. Um, we notice she goes up to like she sees like a piece of paper on the pillows and she's like oh I guess this is like you know if you want to order room service it's the pillow menu it's telling you how, how each one of these three pillows is a different type of you know artesian duck feathers or some ridiculous <laughs> bullshit I don't know but it's a pillow menu it's okay like, you, had, wow. you had a pillow menu okay yes. okay five uh, star status I see so I mean that 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 was I would have been it would have been great if that was it enough you know <laughs> so they end up sending up you know uh, here we go more uh, a cake with um, some champagne. Uh, we end up going down to the pool a little bit later, and it's easily the nicest hotel pool I've ever seen. It overlooks like this. It overlooks uh, Jakarta. What a lot of people don't know is Indonesia is one of the largest Muslim countries in the world, actually. Okay. So right about then, there's a call to prayer when we're swimming. We're just kind of getting into it. Uh, it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. So you saw everybody kind of go. Well, split. no, you couldn't oh. see anything at all because we were so high. We were too high. You couldn't see. You couldn't see anyone like um, praying. Um, you know. Most people were playing in finding a quiet place yeah, to pray. Yeah. So, so you, you could see a mosque, and okay. you, you could see a couple mosques actually, and you could see uh, you could see that uh, you could hear the horns from where they're coming from, okay. and just like I guess the I'm not sure of the uh, forgive me for butchering, but the I guess uh, the the priest or you know the equivalent in uh, in the mosque whoever leads the prayers yeah. you could hear like the their song it was just one of the most beautiful things I'll never remember like the sun setting I'll never forget the sun setting in Jakarta on that first night of our honeymoon um, I, my wife at that point she was uh, she was actually taking a nap in the uh, the hanging uh, the hanging pool beds basically so they I, I've always been in, uh, in, in, enraptured by the the thought of what the hanging gardens of Babylon might have Look like <laughs> still been around, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I this had to be this pool area had to be it. the closest so thing. She's to it, yeah. on this. I'm kind of just like waiting on my back in this pool, hearing like these songs. It was one of the most peaceful moments, definitely, in my life. Wow, so um, one of those life moments where yeah, you're like, you know, sure. we made it, yeah. Uh, we're creeping up on time here, yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I definitely I want to continue this for sure. There's so much more to say, but uh. So that was uh, that was kind of like our first night. You know, you're dog tired from the fight. You have a fight. We I don't we didn't really end up sleeping much that night at all. We were flying out the next day to go to Sarong, which, as I mentioned, was the jumping off pay, place where we we're gonna try to figure out if we could go see these, figure out a way to get to Missoula to see these jellyfish and whatnot. Okay. But um, we ended up like basic. You know, we're kind of a lot of it was probably travelers high. You know, the different time zones and whatnot. Right. But you know, we're just giddy. We didn't we we didn't know that this was waiting for us. 
playoffs, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was like a lot We knew that we were staying in the four season. We were imagining there's going to be some degree of luxury, but I guess it was, it seemed like the hotel was pretty vacant at that time. I don't know if they just wanted to go balls to walls, but it was amazing, you know? Right. We had a great room service breakfast the next morning, and we pretty much uh, headed out to, uh, we, we uh, started, headed out to the airport to fly out to the next part of uh, the trip. Um, one one thing I will say is, you know, we I um, I'll jump to the back of the trip real quick. So I end up losing, uh, I end up getting my Google Pixel uh, wet on uh, <laughs> Christmas Day in Aitutaki in the Cook Islands. So a ton of our great video, we videotape every entrance to each each yeah. accommodations. Like I'm talking bare bones Airbnb. This is a mat in like the middle of like. Uh, third world country. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking like the the Rich Carlton Lake Hawaii, Rich Carlton Kuala Lumpur. You know, uh, any of the Four Seasons. Everything. We we were we wanted to like a visual. the eye of um, creating just like a video at the end of this. So a lot of our footage is lost in that. I did have a we did have two powerful digital cameras, uh, DSLRs, uh, tablets, and I had a kind of like a budget level GoPro that was actually definitely Pretty much good. above clutch. its weight. Yes, yes. clutch. Yeah. Yes. So, GoPro's a clutch. We have, we have uh, it was like, you know, I got it for like $40, I think, off of Amazon, some sales, some budget, not not name brand, whatever else. But when I tell you that thing punch above his weight, it was huge. So <laughs> all of our great water-like activities and the many places we went was definitely still safe. But I'm hopeful right now I'm actually getting that, uh, that device is with some crazy data recovery plays. I'm hoping that they can come through and get that so I can get that footage. But uh, it seems like it's looking kind of nebulous now. Uh, But I just wanted to say that the reason that long segue was there is because I did create, I did build a blog about this. Which oh, yeah, plug your blog. Yeah, plug, yeah, your, which, plug uh, your blog, plug the link. It's just, a, it's, 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 it's not, you know, I'm not updating it frequently. It, it, we, we put all the posts. We made one post for every major stop on the trip. Um, it's a Heroku link, so it's got a weird name, but I can definitely... Uh, we'll put it in the, in the, the, the description, in the description yeah. and yeah, you guys but, can check out some of our but you're gonna posts spell it out. about it, too. But you're going to spell uh, it out just for them, just, just in case. I don't man. even know if I know it off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> let me get it. It's uh, it's limitless planes. Hold on one second here. Let me uh, let me help myself out. <laughs> so that blog is gonna be limitless dash planes. So L I M I T L E S S dash P L A I N S dash two nine one one eight, and then dot Heroku dot com. Okay. So that's the that's gonna be the site where you can check out all the happenings on the the full trip. Okay. Uh, one of the things I, I will say, um, I think I kind of have the jet now. But no problem. Here you go. We gotta finish up part two on this. Like, <laughs> I, I got the there's there's, there's, there's some so much more on this uh, trip that uh, I've I've only given you one one stop. Like I said, a quick summary from Jakarta. We ended up going to Rajadampa. We ended up trying to jimmy our ways to Masul. We weren't able to get to the place where there's a jellyfish ate. We ended up finding this random guy that was talked about on this blog who could connect you to Rajadampat host. We ended up staying two nights uh, uh, or staying a night at this random guy. This guy's named Martin. He lived on this far out island in the middle of Raja Ampat. Okay. He had a pension where his whole, you know, him and his, uh, he hosted people, so it was, uh, he, he and his family, they would cook, and you know, you stayed in this little cabin nearby their uh, house. <coughs> Took us snorkeling 
took it, the best snorkeling of our life probably at that point until we had got until we then went to Ajitaki later on the trip. Okay. But it was uh, a really just wholesome experience. Like it was complete culture shock. You know, we're we're miles away from any sort of part of civilization. This guy is just really wholesome, great. He used to be in the Indonesian Navy, so he's been all around the world. So he kind of like knew a little bit about everything. Right, right. But we had like, home cooked food for him is some uh, uh, nasi garong is like fried rice in Indonesian. Okay. And he cooked this like fried rice, sweet banana dish, this amazing fish. Um, and we were hoping to get to Raja Ampat to get to uh, to Missoula. We weren't able to make it there, but that enough was like a great experience. You know, we we got to Raja Ampat, we saw the really amazing, um, you know. Uh, islands and kind of the, just the jutting out of the water, just that terrain, everything like that was amazing. So there's a great blog post on that. Okay. Um, from there, we ended up, uh, we were supposed to make it from there to then go to Bali. The volcano hit. We ended up detouring to this Makassar, this random, uh, almost post-industrial town in Indonesia. From there, we were able to finally get the trip back on thing. We had to rebook the Ritz-Carlton in, uh, in Makassar. Uh, excuse me, in Bali, and end up visiting Malaysia, which was never intended. So we ended up oh. staying at uh, Kuala Lumpur, Ritz Carlton, Malaysia, and Langkawi, uh, Langkawi. Um Carlton, which had just opened only a couple months before, so it was an amazing Dang, experience. Yeah. Wow. From there, we went to uh, we went to El Nido in the Philippines. You know, we did uh, two days there, which was mind blowing. Um, you know, all these kind of I need to flesh them out more. So that's why we're gonna have to do, <laughs> do okay. we'll just talk about just the trip. The trip. <laughs> uh, Paul and I were drawing about all sorts of stuff before we got on here, so we kind of we squandered a lot of our time. But uh, but uh, we'll we'll definitely we get on that um so from there we flew to uh, Australia. We ate at Key, which was the number six, sixty fifth best restaurant in the world. We had eight hours in Sydney, so we literally left the airport, dropped our bags there, came back. We went around the Sydney. And the, the old restaurant actually overlooks the uh, Sydney Opera House. That oh, port. Wow. Um, so if you're actually, uh, if you watch the Super Bowl that just happened, there was a commercial with uh, for Crocodile Dundee yeah, yeah, yeah. with uh, Chris Hemsworth, and they're like eating in a restaurant. A restaurant. That's Key. That's the best Key. That the was rest- the restaurant. So we're like, oh. so we didn't know that was going to happen, the, obviously the commercial. So when we were watching it, we like, yo, Andrew, that's key. So like, yeah, it is. That's crazy. It was an uh, amazing, di- amazing meal. One of the best I've had in my life, for sure. Um, we then kind of went back to the airport. Uh, we were flying that night to Samoa. Okay. Uh, probably up there with Ajutaki for the... First or second best place in the trip. I, I I really needed to spend more time going to in Samoa. Samoa. Really? This is talking about American Samoa. Is that what no, you're no, no, no. This is what is Western Samoa, but it's like Samoa. Samoa, Samoa. Samoa so okay. Not American Samoa. So Whoa. everyone, you know, a lot of people might be familiar with American Samoa. Samoa yeah. It's the last place in the world to see the sunset, actually. Um, so the the international dateline runs right between those those two. Uh, they're completely distinct. Samoa right. is its own country. American Samoa is a territory of you know the United States. Right. Uh, a lot of the people trace this. Same lineage, lineage, but Samoa is a world in itself. Okay. It's it's amazing. Uh, it's famed for it's famed for. Um uh, Tusua Ocean Trench, which is the whole reason we went. It's this amazing, you have to believe it, it's this amazing, like, pool that is has a little inlet from the ocean. 
uh, from the Pacific Ocean, and it just get it rises in depth and decreases with the tide, and it's just like this amazing, picturesque thing that uh, we always just wanted to jump into. We were able to bucket list that, but we were there for a few days, so we did some amazing stuff. It's got some of the coolest waterfalls I've ever seen in my life. After that, we flew from uh, to New Zealand. Uh, we are in Auckland for about 33 hours. Auckland, yeah, and, uh, then we, we basically wanted to use that as a jumping-off place to get to French Polynesia. Right. In French Polynesia, we were in Tahiti. We went to Morea. We went to Bora Bora. We went to Huahin. And we went to uh, Malpiti, uh, which, uh, which were all amazing in different ways. Uh, flew back to Tahiti to then fly to the Cook Islands. Okay. Um, Rarotonga is the main island of the Cook Islands. Okay. And Aitutaki is the other one we visited, which can, was... Can you tell us where the Cook Islands are? The Cook Islands give us are a visual to make sure in the listens. southern hemisphere, kind of stuck randomly in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Okay. If you trace a map from Hawaii and look straight down, the first all the way down is if you're going into the, you go into the southern hemisphere and then like take your eyes a little bit, shift them a little bit towards, not far, like just a tiny bit towards New Zealand, you'll see the Cook Islands. Okay. And they are quite possibly the most beautiful place in the world. Um, I you know, haven't been any, nearly anywhere. I haven't been even a tenth of the places, a, a fraction of maybe 1% of places in the world I've been to. But of tropical islands, this this is up there. Top the cakes. Yes. Top the cake. But, uh... Uh, right then, after that, we flew back to L.A. Okay. We had eight hours at the in L.A. LA uh, we went to the Getty Museum. Whoa! I've never okay, been in yeah, uh, yeah. L.A. I ne- you know, obviously, being out uh, in the West Coast, right. I've been, traveled through L.A., but I've never actually spent any time outside in the that. airport. So okay. we're just like, hey, what's the one thing we can do? We love art, so we went there. Okay. And then we flew back to Oakland uh, later that night. Uh, that's the that's a quick rundown the trip, but we have to get into some of these <laughs> we on the detail. Yeah, we do. Too of this podcast. Yeah, we got to get a uh, part two. Yeah, yeah, so yeah for sure. Man, we we're going to sign off for now, but we got we to gotta catch up on the rest of this. All right. Well, thank you, Omar, for being a guest. Please like, follow, share. Any other like tidbits you would give? Like, Yeah, so we're gonna. I'm going to come back on uh, version <laughs> two and actually just talk strictly about the trip. We'll have, I'll throw in some uh, good uh, travel hacking tips and we'll just walk you through this honeymoon and like uh, tell you what was really special about it. All right. Thank you, Omar. I appreciate you for taking the time out to uh, be featured on the Travel Guys, man. Thanks for being a Yes, and we appreciate you. And please like, follow, share, and uh, continue uh, to uh, stay in line with the movement.